You're listening to Thrive with Karina Grueling, a personal health and life design podcast for the modern everyday woman. Tune in and get inspired on how to thrive in your body and life. This is your host, Karina Grueling. So what's a miracle drug I want to tell you about? Some claim it's one of the best recipes of, for good health. It's completely natural, it's free and easy to do on a daily basis. Juan Ma Manuel Marquez, the famous boxer, ends his daily working by doing it rather than taking a multivitamin. Madonna is using it for aging gracefully and soothing her injuries. It's a waste product from the body that you can use as your personalized superfood. Welcome Megan McDonald on the show who practices, teaches and consults on urine therapy for nearly a decade. Thank you so much. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, Megan, just tell us a little bit about your professional background. So I have a bit of a mix. I grew up in tourism and then that made and did a lot of theater. So I was always very focused towards people. I studied theater at university and then ended up doing event management for the government. But that was also very theater, like sort of governmental theater, like big events that would be televised, like state funerals or Canada Day on Parliament Hill because I'm from Canada. And then I ended up going back to school and doing more theater and teaching at the university. And through all of those things, I kept coming back to event management and working with a lot of people. And on the side, I, I was developing my yoga practice. I, then I did a yoga teacher training, got more into the holistic world there with Reiki, with learning meditation. And along the way, realized that a lot of my interests, so like my, when I went back to school, I was, I was doing graduate work on how we perform belief through the body. And when I got into more of the spiritual practices, I really started to make that connection between my interest in what I th had seen as theater was beyond theater. It really was that sense of how do we use our bodies? What are we here for? What are we trying to connect to that's deeper, that's more authentic, that takes us into ourselves, that fulfills us at a really deep level? So I didn't know as I was doing all those things that they were leading me towards something and they were really building a foundation, but now I see that they were. And the work that I do now with people is more around different methods that are efficient, practical, self-healing methods that people can, once they learn how to do them, they can really take care of themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And that's what really lights me up and what I enjoy. Wow, that's amazing. What for a journey. Yeah. So how did you get in touch with urine therapy? I did my yoga teacher training in 2013 in Vancouver. And the woman I trained from had been in Canada for 20 years. And her name is Shakti Mai. Mai is M-H-I. She now lives in Israel in Tel Aviv and runs a yoga studio and teaches urine therapy in Hebrew. And she was the first person I'd met that I know of who was doing it. One of the other students said, you know, she uses pee for her skin. And I went, no, I, I don't know anything about her. And she just said a little bit about it in that first, that first time I met her for the 200 hour training that I did. And all she had mentioned was if you put a little bit on the back of one hand, then check it like for three days, do that. At the end of three days, notice what's different about one hand and the other. And I had very dry skin and I did that. And I noticed an immediate difference. Six months later, I did a 300-hour training with her, and then she did a whole day on it. So I ended up learning a lot more about it 
this like the second time I trained with her, but that was all in 2013. Wow, way back. So what can you explain a little bit to our listeners what urine therapy is? So the use of human urine on the body where you you use your own urine generally. That's there are other practices, but the basics are you use your own urine. And you can put it anywhere on your body topically. You can also drink it. So there's internally and externally. Mm -hmm. And this has been done for as long as humans have been around, as far as we could tell. All human civilizations have had contact with this because we, our body produces it and we're naturally curious. And of course, humans are going to be like, what does this do? So, and it has all sorts of applications over thousands of years that have been written down. But what we're talking about today, just in terms of like what, how would I define it quickly to someone? If I were to say, you can use your urine to moisturize your body, to promote overall good health, and it's because it's not toxic or waste in the way that we think of it. And we have been, I mean, deceived is sort of a hard word, but we have not, people have not been truthful with this because lots of humans on the planet know about this and it very rarely gets discussed. And part of the reason that's, that's another the word that sounds the same, but it's not the same is because of disgust. So we rarely discuss it because of disgust and the disgust is just learned through society. Babies, when they're born, they don't find anything difficult or disgusting. They want to touch everything and learn about everything. And we're the ones that say, no, no, don't touch that. That's yucky or that's dirty or there's a problem with that. And so if we go back to that idea and say, well, wait a minute, everything I know about urine, urine is because someone told me, but what do I know about it? Have I ever made sure that I know that this is true? Now, in my case, my, my teacher mentioned it and I was willing to try it on my hands because I had really dry skin. And that's what changed my mind. Because when she first said, or when someone said she put urine on her hands, I felt disgusted. I felt that sense of, ooh, why would you do that? That's gross. But then I did it on the back of my, my one hand for three days. And I could tell that that skin on my hand was so happy. It was subtle. It was flexible. It was moisturized. The color was better than the other hand. Now, if you don't have really dry skin, you're not going to notice a huge difference if you do that for three days. But I had very dry skin. And then I thought, well, wow, this is great. This is free. I can put it on my hands. And she'd mentioned that it, it was like sterile or there, there wasn't any like dirtiness to it. So you didn't need to rinse it off. So I started trying with that and it just absorbed into my hands like moisturizer would absorb into your hands. So once it's all absorbed, you don't feel it and there's no smell because the ammonia doesn't break down. And once I had that experience myself, then I started trusting my own experience of what was going on and not the fact that if I, like somebody else might tell me it was gross, but I was like, well, my hands don't look gross and they don't feel gross and they don't smell gross. So I don't think it's gross anymore. Yeah, that's so important what you say. You know, we always make, we always need to make our own experiences and we need to be very open yeah, to things that cross our ways. And what you said, like that people, most of the people, they consider urine really as a waste product. Yeah, it has bad germs, dangerous bacteria. And when you go to the toilet, really wash your hands afterwards because the pee is just has a lot of bacteria and is disgusting. So. Tell us a little bit about how does urine therapy work externally, internally? What can someone expect from it? The 
thing that is in every year in therapy book that I've read somewhere, some people do a lot, like a whole chapter on it. Some people just have a little page or two is getting around the idea, explaining the idea that the urine is not waste in the sense of being dangerous. And part of this comes from the understanding that urine is your blood plasma ultra filtrate. So what does that mean? Your blood flows through your body. It goes through the arteries and the veins. It, it, it makes its way and nourishes every part of your body in the way that it's intended to. And then it goes through the kidneys and the kidneys filter it. And the filtration system of the kidneys is one of the most phenomenal filtration systems on the planet. So what comes out of your kidneys, your blood goes one way and this plasma comes out the other side. Now the plasma is usually about 95% water. And if we think about the water that the kidneys are removing from the blood, there's nothing toxic about water. It's just that the kidneys are designed to keep the exact perfect balance in your blood at all times. So if your blood has 2% more water in it than is ideal, the kidneys are going to take that 2% water out. They're going to do the same thing with everything else. If you have more vitamin C in your blood than you need, if you have more nitrogen in your blood, if you have more hormone, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, if you have more of that in your blood than you need at that time, the kidneys are just going to filter it out. But none of those things are dangerous. They're just extra. So then what has been filtered out of your blood is blood plasma ultra filtrate. It's been ultra filtered. And that is then what goes into your bladder. So, so your bladder is your, and your, your whole system with the bladder, the urethra and that exiting your body, you're getting something that moments ago was in your blood. Now it's been filtered by one of the most exquisite filtration systems. They can't even replicate how good it is on the planet with machines, like the the body's better than any machine they've created. And that is what's available to you. So it has every single component that is part of your makeup that day. When I say every single component, there was a study done at the University of Alberta in 2013, I believe. It's called the Human Metabolome, Human Urine Metabolome Study. And there's multiple papers that have been published But one of them in particular goes over what they found. And they found over 3,500 components in urine. That doesn't mean every single individual has all 3,500 components every day, but they found over 3,500. And amongst those, just among the amino acids, there are over 3,000 amino acids they found. Amino acids are the building blocks for life. That's why we eat protein so that we can get amino acids. Urine has very... For the amount of stuff that's in urine, there's a high number of amino acids and polypeptides, a high amount of lipids, which are fats, and a high amount of carbohydrates, which are satiating sugars. But these have all been produced and synthesized by your body for you through your system. So when you put it back into your system, whether it's in your, through your skin or through your, through drinking it, You are nourishing your body with the things that your body just created in exactly the right amounts for you and what you need that day. So when you start using urine, multiple things can happen. If you use it externally, generally, you're going to notice a little bit less than if you start using it internally. However, somebody could start rubbing it on their skin and they could end up with a rash. Or if they put it on their face, they could end up with pimples because the urine starts to clean the body. 
it's always trying to clean. So how long, let's say someone starts with it and this person is curious and they will have maybe some of the symptoms, some skin rashes or maybe some irritation or maybe it's itchy. So how long does it take that the, that you see results from urine therapy? Is, does it depend from person to person or can you, can we generalize it a little bit? What's your experience? So in my experience, it's very specific person to person. Most people, and when I say most, I'm thinking, I mean, I've been doing this for nine years and I've been talking to people about it the whole time, but more and more people every year because I get more courageous about who I talk to. But in the last year, I've talked a lot to the people in the community that we're both part of that where we met and the yoga healer community and the The openness of the people in that community has meant that a lot of people have tried it and a lot of people have shared with me what has happened. So I have way more examples now than I had a year ago. And of those people, I would say probably at least 85 to 90% of the people had something positive happen immediately that they felt was very worthwhile experimenting with. They wanted to keep going. Maybe somewhere in the middle of that, there were some people who had something happen that was unexpected, but it's still, they were okay with it and they kept going. And it was maybe one or 2% of the people have had something happen right away that they didn't expect. But with someone to talk to, like, so they I talked to me or they talked to somebody else who's done urine therapy for a long time. They were able to work with it and, that also would pass. So nobody's had that I know of, no one's told me about anything that has happened that has been bad and they don't have any interest in urine therapy again. So everybody has continued to, to try it. Some, as I said, so a lot of people who've tried it over the last year that I know, they've already been doing Ayurvedic things like Abhyanga, like oil massage. So they don't have dry skin. So when they started putting urine on their skin, they didn't notice a big difference right away. But they might have tried something like doing a foot soak where they soak what their is, feet. Okay. So what is that exactly? So you can take fresh urine and you just have to collect it during the day. So you have enough and you can take a little container that's you know rectangular or square and put your feet in it. Like you would soak your feet if you were trying to cut your toenails or get rid of calluses or dry skin on your feet. Or if that doesn't work, you can take little plastic Ziploc bags. You need a little bit less urine if you have a bag because it pulls it up around the foot. Or you could do a foot soak by taking cloth or a face cloth or a flannel, wetting that in the urine, wrapping it around your foot, putting a plastic bag over your foot, and then putting a sock over your foot. And that's going to push the cloth with the urine on it around the foot. So it's a way to soak the foot with less urine and without needing a tray or a bag to hold it in. I'm still saying a bag around the foot, but that could be any size plastic bag you have around the house. It doesn't have to be a Ziploc or anything special. So there's multiple ways to soak benefit to soaking the feet, the feet, as we know from Chinese medicine, from Ayurveda, from other techniques, all your nerve endings from your body come out your hands, your feet. So when you soak your feet, you're nourishing your entire nervous system. Wow. You're nourishing and your feet also have the largest pores on your body. So they're really able to absorb this up into your system. And again, smell fresh urine will only smell like what you ate. It's not going to smell like what you think of when you 
like smell cat pee on the street. That's ammonia breaking down. That's not happening with fresh urine within a couple of hours. And once you dry your feet off, they're not going to smell either because it absorbs fully into the skin. If you think about the difference, if an animal pees on the grass, it absorbs into the earth. You don't smell it because animals are peeing on the grass all the time. Wild animals and other types. If an animal pees on concrete, it doesn't absorb and we smell it. So that's the difference. When you have, when you have the urine in your hand, it absorbs and you don't smell it. So would you say it has, let's say someone says, okay, let's, I, I want to try urine therapy. Would you say that it has the same effect as if you would have a cup um, in the morning of your own urine? Or what's the difference? Like what are there different health benefits? Or would you say that drinking your own urine, this is really the best thing that you can do? Or would you say, what's so, your opinion on that? Yeah, when you drink it, you start a feedback loop through the body, where then the body goes, right, I just produce those things. You just put them back in. Ah, now I see. You need a bit more of this hormone. You're not producing enough of that. There was, there was enough salt in that last bit of urine. We don't need to give you more salt in this next, whatever it is. Like it, it, it's like the urine starts, your body and the urine together start to create the best version of what they can give you. Like a probiotic drink. Urine is also probiotic. The probiotic drink that is designed for your body. I'm going to jump back a little bit in the sense of it's designed for your body. And so that's why drinking it is particularly good for you because you can't pay for something that's been this designed for you. But if I go back even further to the moment, like when, when a fetus is conceived, once there is like an amniotic sac and all of that starts to happen, the mother's urine starts to go into the amniotic sac until the baby or fetus is large enough that it has its own bladder and urethra and starts to pee, then the mother's urine stops coming in and the baby's urine starts to go into the amniotic sac. So babies from the moment that they are conceived and there's a sac there, like from the moment that can work, there's urine involved. When babies come out of the womb, generally their skin is super soft, very hydrated. I mean, sometimes they're pink, sometimes they're gray, sometimes like the babies are different colors, but the skin itself is beautiful. Yes, generally. always moisture. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And they've been floating in amniotic fluid, which is a huge amount of that is urine. They've also discovered that if a baby doesn't start peeing in the womb, if the fetus doesn't develop a bladder and a urethra and doesn't start peeing, the fetus dies. Like you need the urine in order to grow. If you think about a Petri dish, they talk about having like they put cells in it and they need a substance that's going to feed it and make the cells grow. It's like urine is part of the feed, like what is needed to feed the cells of the growing fetus. So when I If, hear you talking about, about urine therapy and how good it is to drink it, it's, it really sounds like it's, it's one of these superfoods yes. that is, yeah, when we drink our own urine, it's our own designed superfood the best one that we can have. So what can someone expect for health benefits of it? Can you tell us um, a little bit about some results that you saw? So urine can, because it can help to work with anything that's going on in the body, 
people can have their hormones come into better balance. So women in particular, and I've, I've had this happen where my menstrual cycle, my moon cycle has changed. I've had fewer cramps. I've had less of an emotional effect. I used to have like a week before my period where I would be, I could be not always, but I could be very emotional. And at least three or four days where I would always feel like the world was ending. Things were so, were so emotional for a number of days that has significantly changed for me to the point that now I have maybe an afternoon where I think, gee, I don't feel like myself. I wonder why. And then my period comes and I go, oh, that was why. There it is. (laughs) Now I understand. But it doesn't take me out of being myself anymore. And I'm now, I'm now in my mid forties and almost all of my female friends are telling me that they have perimenopausal symptoms, that their periods are changing in ways that you associate with someone who's about to go into menopause. Mine isn't changing at all. Mine is completely how it's been for over a decade. So I don't see any signs of menopause in my body. Now that could be because I wouldn't anyway. I don't know. How do I know when my, when that's going to start? But I, most of my female friends are showing signs of it who are younger and older than I am. And I'm not skin in general. I have when, I mean, it's hard to tell when you're on camera sometimes when you look at people, but in person, people always think that I'm younger than I am and they comment on the quality of my skin. So there's, I mean, and that's also why I started putting it on my skin. To be honest, it was vanity because I was like, Ooh, I can might have dry skin on my face. If I put it on my face, my skin will look good. Like that was a huge part of why I did that. Uh, but it's worked. Also using urine, well, it helps with burns. People will start using it, drinking it internally or putting it on their skin and old moles will fall off. Skin discoloration will change. Scars will, will soften and ease and start to get better. Problems with nails, fungus in toenails or fingernails will go away. Warts have been shown to go away people's digestion gets better. If they're constipated, they start having a more regular digestion. People have worked with hemorrhoids and had great results with that. There's also just a general sense of people who aren't hungry will develop appetite. People who generally find they just want to snack all the time, they get less hungry. So it's not that if you drink urine, you're going to lose weight or you're going to gain weight. It's more like your body will do what you need to do. So if you start using urine and you are addicted to sugar, your sugar addiction will probably start to change. If you start drinking urine and you've always had problems gaining weight, your body might start to find a way to balance that more and you might be able to put weight on. This isn't a guarantee, but I've seen all these things happen with other people. So it really helps to, it really helps the body to find back into a balance, to regulate certain cycles, certain rhythms. And what I heard very often people say is when you drink your own urine, like what you already mentioned, that it really helps to slow down the anti-aging process. But also I heard sometimes that it helps to reverse gray hair. Have you ever had that experience? So I have some white hairs, but I don't, I mean, this again, it's hard to see in light on a camera on a tele on a computer, but I do have some gray hairs, but again, I have way less than my friends who are my age and my brother who, if I have to pick someone who's the most genetically like me, he has more gray hair than I do. And he's younger than I am. 
that I can't claim that's from the urine. It might be. I have seen people show over time that they have gotten rid of their gray hair or that they've grown hair back as well. People who've had a lot of problems with hair dyeing, they've been able to grow the hair back. The thing with the urine therapy generally though, is that you have to be consistent and it can take a long time. So it, for example, just even within Ayurveda, if people, if you've been constipated for 10 years, they'll, the advice will be, you need one month for every year to make your di- bring your digestion back to normal. So if you've been constipated for 10 years, you might need 10 months to see a difference. So when you say the difference. Yeah. And when you say consistent, does this mean every day? So how are you doing it? Are you drinking your own urine every day? Yes. I dr- I've been drinking. So I've been using urine on my skin every day since January of 2013. And I've been drinking it every day since September of 2013. Once I started, I never stopped. Now that doesn't mean I always drink all of it. Some days I would have a mouthful. I might be traveling and I, I was in a rush and I wasn't at home. So I would just take a quick drink of it in the morning and that would be it. And I'd keep going and I'd rub it on my hands. But the longer I've done it and the more I've gotten into a relationship, because this is a relationship we're talking about. Your urine is you. It is an absolute blueprint of you in that moment. And when you start accepting that, whether you put it on your skin or you drink it, but you engage with yourself, you start to accept yourself at a deeper level. You start to feel more gratitude towards your body. You start to feel more love and acceptance of how you are in every moment because you also see that your choices created the exact picture of your health, the way you are. And it goes back to the design of the human body, which is phenomenal. One thing I didn't say before, about the baby in the urine is just this idea that if urine was toxic, dirty, or dangerous in any way to the human system, it would not be in the amniotic fluid, uh, amniotic fluid around a baby. It wouldn't be there if it was dangerous. And we know it's there. It also would not come out of men and women in an area where we, that is the potent area for reproductive tissue. Yeah. And for pleasure. Yes. For pleasure. Yes. So if it was toxic, dangerous, or dirty, it wouldn't be there. There'd be, it would go out some other part of the body. So just in terms of logically, when we think about what's going on, it's antibacterial, it's antifungal, it's antiviral, it's antispasmodic, it's antiseptic. It isn't always sterile. That depends on the person. It depends on what they're eating. It depends on where they've been. It depends on what they've done in that sense. But even though I can't guarantee that it's sterile in every human as it comes out, it's not dangerous is the general thing. If you were to get some drops on your skin, it's not going to hurt your skin. It's not going to hurt you in that way. If someone was really, really sick, their urine might show a very different makeup than mine. But that is an exception in that sense. And there are books about people who were the sickest. There's one called The Water of Life by John, John Armstrong. It's from the 1940s. He was in England and people who were about to die came to him. And they had, if you want to talk about people who probably did not have sterile urine, that's these people. They, when they would pee, there might be even blood or pus coming out. And he was able to help them with their own urine get healthy again. So when I come back to this idea of it's not going to hurt you, 
that's what we see in these studies and we see in stories from generations of people that your urine is always trying to help you and never trying to hurt you. That being said, I always say go slow, start slowly, take your time, notice what happens, develop that relationship with yourself. Because if people do go quickly, something quick can happen and they can scare themselves. So can you give our listeners some ideas on how they can start incorporating urine therapy on a daily basis? Yes. So the first thing would be to catch, a, if you're going to just try it, catch a few drops on your fingers when you go to the bathroom, rub that somewhere. Maybe you rub it on the back of one hand for three days and you try it. Maybe you rub it on your leg or your forehead or your foot, whatever you're comfortable with. But start off by just trying it and noticing what happens that your body's okay with it. If you want to start using it every day, then have something in the bathroom that you can catch it with. Some people like something, I have something that's plastic and has a wide mouth on it, but some people just use a glass jar or they use a cup that they have. It doesn't matter. Just to catch it, use whatever you have. And then you can decide, do you want to rub it into your feet? Do you want to drink a little bit? Do you want to put one drop under your tongue like a homeopathic remedy And do that every day for a week and just see how that feels. So it's starting really slow. Then it's up to you. What is your body? What is the thing that you're curious about? Some people just swish it in their mouth like oil pulling or like a mouthwash. And that really changes the orolome, the microbiome of your mouth. And it gets all the healthy stuff happening that you want to have happen. I, a lot of people find their teeth get whiter, their, um, Teeth get stronger when they go to the dentist. They have fewer problems just from swishing, not even drinking, but just swishing and spitting it out. So you could rub it on your skin anywhere you want. You can swish with it in your mouth. If you already do neti or a nasal rinse, you could use fresh urine on its own, or you could dilute it with some water. You could warm it up if it's cold so that it's body temperature, but you could rinse out your nasal passages, it pulls out so much from the nose and the sinuses. It's amazing. It's even better than salt water. You could do drops in your eyes of the fresh or drops in your ears. All of those things are absolutely fine to start. If you want to put it on your, your crown chakra, you could put a couple of drops in your crown chakra before you meditate. You could put a drop on your third eye before you meditate. It is very high frequency and it's very opening in, it's full of prana or life force because it comes from your blood and your blood is this, your life force that's going through your system. So if you're someone who meditates or does yoga or is sensitive to frequencies of crystals or the earth, trees, that sort of thing, what happens when you use some urine on your third eye or your crown or do a foot soak with it? Because then you're really tapping into your, your base chakra as well. So these are some ways to start that are very easy. Nobody has to notice. No one has to know what you're doing. If you want to take it up a notch, then you could get into rinsing your hair with it and you could rinse your hair with it and let it sit while you scrub your body. And then you could rinse it with your hair with water, or you could do urine on your hair and your head, scrub your body, and then you shampoo if you want. That's so interesting. I'm so happy that you shared all your knowledge with us. And that you also gave our listeners some ideas on how they can start with. Would you say that if I have the choice, like, let's say I have a cup full of urine or fresh urine in the morning, is it, does it make a difference if I um, have half of it or if I have the, the full cup? Does it make a difference? There 
are two ways to work with it. So I'll also add two, yeah, sort of two pieces of information. Some people will do what's called looping. They will start drinking their urine in the morning and they will, every time they go to the bathroom, they will drink all of it or almost all of it. So you're looping back into the system what the system has put out. So each time, each time, each time you go, it's much easier to do if you're at home all day. It's harder to do if you're running around town or you work in an (laughs) office, that's a little harder, but there are people who, who loop all day. Then there's what's called sip looping. So every time you go, you take one mouthful and you swallow one mouthful so that you're giving your body the feedback. The feedback loop is happening. That's another way to do it. So you don't have to drink all of it because then you actually, when you first start as well, the body is going to have a reaction because it's not used to having the urine be put in. It's producing the urine all the time and it's always trying to produce good urine, but you're not putting it back in. So it's not used to getting the feedback. When you start drinking it, anything can happen. And this is the piece and not drinking a tiny bit. If you drink, if you put a drop under your tongue every day for a week, and then you take a mouthful every day for a week, and then you start and you, you swish, and then you start swallowing one mouthful a day, and then you bring it up to two mouthfuls a day. If you go nice and slow, your body's going to get used to it. But the first time I started drinking urine, I drank all my urine for three days and I had a healing crisis and I had every symptom of every cold I've ever had at the same time. Oh my God. (laughs) So, but inside I felt fine. Like I kept checking. I'm like, am I okay? And something inside was, was very relaxed. It's like, yeah, you're fine. Everything's fine. But like my sinuses hurt. My nose was running. My throat was sore. I had a cough. My head was pounding. My bones ached. My muscles ached. My skin ached. I had no energy. I didn't want to eat. I was just having a, like a little bit of fruit because I didn't feel like eating. I had a tiny fever. It was three days of just feeling awful. And then it started to clear. And I went to my teacher and said, this just happened. What do I do? And she said, very good. Now stop. Like, just not stop using urine, but stop drinking all of it all day. Like, give yourself a break. And that never happened again. It happened the first time I drank all of it for three days, Mm -hmm. and it never happened again. So I've had other things happen since then. But this is just to say that when you start, if you can go really slowly and notice and pay attention and work with the body, the body is going to work with you. So the, what to expect and what you, what you should do, if you're drinking the urine, you're putting your hormones, your antibodies from anything that you're sick with, that your body's producing to help fight the infection, you're putting in minerals and vitamins and stem cells because urine has stem cells in it. And that's part of what really helps, for example, with teeth is it helps the teeth to to get stronger because of the stem cells. So all of these different elements are being put back into you and your body's going to use them to strengthen you, to support you, to help your body in the way it needs. The thing with urine therapy is it isn't a, I put in 500 milligrams of vitamin C and this happens in my cells. No, the body just takes out what it needs at this very moment. And also depending on where you are deficient, where you have imbalances, diseases, this will also define what your experience no, with yes. urine therapy is. Yes. Super, super interesting. Thank yeah. you so But, much, Megan, for, yeah. for sharing all that wisdom with us. 
So I will also put Megan's contact in the show notes. So if you want to get in touch with her, if you want to see how you could start your own therapy, you can contact her directly and you can book a consultation with her. So Megan, are you living your Dharma? This is the last question that I mm. have for you today. I, the, everything that has happened around your therapy is flowing and I have to do so little to make this happen, except keep talking about it, that it does feel like that. It's not what I expected part of my Dharma to be, but it seems that this is part of what is going on. And it's fun. It's strange. It's not what I thought I'd be doing, but it's also exciting. And I'm meeting really interesting people because of it. So thank you for having me on to talk. And I hope that your listeners find it interesting and that they you know, just get, get intrigued, get curious about their own body and how beautifully it's designed. So can you tell us a little bit about who has been your greatest mentor and what did they teach you? You already mentioned one with whom you had two yoga teacher trainings. Mm. The person who has helped me the most in my development is Mata Dalian who is, I guess I would call her a spiritual teacher. I met her actually at the same time that I started urine therapy. And there's a saying that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And urine, my Shakti, my, my teacher, urine therapy and Mata Dalian all came into my life in the same month. Wow. And they, that has, those have been the biggest things for me. And What Mata Dalian has, has, has taught me and shown me with incredible patience and generosity is how to understand why I'm here on this planet. And her teachings are really about the journey of the soul through multiple lifetimes of understanding what we came here to learn and of learning how to transform the things that we have repressed, the karma that we've brought with us, the ways that we're here And, and how we can, how we can actually be more conscious, be more aware and free ourselves and other people from the suffering that we, the unconscious suffering that's going on. And I'm incredibly grateful to her for everything that she has given me. She's an amazing teacher. And can you recommend a book of her? She has a book um, called Healing into Consciousness. Wow. Which I think Gurdjieff also has a book by that name. But it's it, it, if you search for hers, Healing into Consciousness and Mata Dalian, and it's D-A-L-I-A-N. Okay. I will put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So thank you so much, Megan, for your time today and for letting us know what urine therapy is, what are the healing benefits, what one can expect from, and how we can start implementing it in our daily rhythm. Because it's one of the best and free natural superfoods that we have on this earth. And yeah, thank you so much for that. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Lovely to talk to you. Thanks. Thanks for joining in today. To learn more about the Thrive Podcast or to get involved in Karina's growing community and online courses, visit karinagrueling.com. 
Remain committed to intentional choices that help you grow and thrive in your body and life. Because you're worth it. 